we're back for more Johnny and Shaner's talk about punk shit show and dick around for three hours on a Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday, December the 8th, 2022. This is our second effort, but we might split the first one up into two. So call it our third. I don't know. What, whatever. This is the second time we're getting together to talk about punk rock music and being dads and being dads who like punk rock music. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'd love to hear your feedback. Is, is is like one hour too much to handle? Or would you like us to split it up into two sections? Can you handle a whole hour? Let us know. How's the audio quality? Are we saying um too much? Am I licking my lips too often? I I know I'm, I am saying yep way too often. Yep. Yep. All right. We have the usual suspects. I'm Johnny Zero, and Shaner McCauley joins us, hailing from Oshawa, Ontario. Welcome to the Punk Rock Dadcast. We are not exclusive to dads, moms, or those who can or cannot procreate. We're just two dads who love punk. We're here to talk about punk. Local, unlocal, old, new, large, and small. No rules, no holds barred. Being a punk show, uh, listener discretion is fucking advised. Thank you for wasting your time with us. Questions, comments, want to start a fan club, want to make us stickers, a shrine to our excellence, email us at punkrockdadcast at gmail.com. Yep. We may or may not get back to you. All right. Where are we at this week, Shaner? What's our first story? Well, I know you wanted to to, uh, talk about uh, Counterpunch. Counterpunch. Yes. You want to start with that one or the awareness? Uh, We could start with the awareness. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll start with uh, Barry Mantle. I've known Barry for probably 20 years. He's played in many, many bands. Uh, Good Time Charlie, uh, Metal, Metalville. Um, and then he went on to uh, The Awareness. And The Awareness, and uh, I met Matt Rock, who is now my best friend, and he moved to Winnipeg. Uh, lots and lots of shows. Uh, the Mustache Club. I was their uh, quote-unquote manager <laughs> lots of good times there uh, we had a woman manager she was awesome well, yeah Erica. Uh, we actually uh me and our, our friend uh scott we uh shot a music video i think it was in barry's um cousin's barn uh i think it was harmony north of uh conlin there it's it's long gone now but this is actually a really funny story because it was January. It was really, really cold. And we had to borrow a, a propane heater. <laughs> Closed all the doors. And I remember his, his cousin saying, you know, uh, every like half hour, check your fingernails. If they're turning purple. For op- what? For it, fucking frostbite? <laughs> no, no. For the, for the propane. For oh, the, shit. For the, yeah, yeah. Check your fingernails. If you're turning purple, you know, you might die. You might die. Open, open the doors. <laughs> what? Like poisoning? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Right? Um and uh you know, you know, you know, you know Matt Rock, you know. Yeah. He's got to be down in into a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but, I'm, in uh, my own, I'm in the comfort of my own home and the the, <laughs> the nest is turned up to like 24 degrees. <laughs> so for you Americans, that's like 105 degrees. <laughs> no, it's, no. Like, it's, it's like 90 degrees or something like that. And I'm still wearing two pairs of fucking pants. Look at this. <laughs> I'm wearing my roots pants underneath my shit because I'm always fucking cold. Oh, me too. I love the heat. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a very, very cold day. Uh, we shot the video all day long. Uh, t- 
two just shooting it off of two uh what was the video for so this was the awareness and what uh what track it was uh take it back we shot it it off two uh iphones so Um, we're gonna play a track we're gonna play that track take it back by the awareness uh on my vinyl which you will be hearing through this system i don't know how the quality is going to come through but uh fucking enjoy and if it doesn't uh, yeah. come through that good on here uh go and look it up at your local record yeah. store actually and, you and, can pick and, up a copy uh from chase the glory tattoos and records on baldwin street in brooklyn and we'll post the video as well yeah wicked you want to play that all right let's play it here is take it back by the awareness courtesy of chase the glory tattoo uh, chase the glory record company
And we're back. That was the awareness with uh, Take It Back. Next, we're going to move on to a band called Counterpunch, which is also on Chase the Glory Records. Yeah, so I stopped in the record shop last week. I think it was like the the, the Wednesday or maybe the day of that we were going to go and do this for the first time, and I stopped in and talked to Barry for a while. Fucking dude loaded me up with like six records, and I paid like 75 bucks. <laughs> he probably gave half of them to me for free. Good guy, Barry. But he knows that we're going to pump his, uh, his, uh, his, his, his joint up a little bit there. Um, he does rec- here. He sells records. He does tattoos. He's got a couple of great artists up in there too. And, uh, yeah, you've known Barry for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what's this? We- do we have any stories about Counterpunch? We do, but just a quick history on, on Barry Mantle. Um, we, we ran, um, we created a, a huge party in the field. We called it Bush Hog because we had a machine that shaved down the field because it was all long grass. Oh, yeah. Where and was this? This was a machine. Uh, North Pickering. When was this? Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. And we put out all these flyers. And we called it Bush Hog because that was the machine we used to cut clear all the, the grass. Land. Yeah, clear the land. And we put up all these free flyers and everything like that. And it turned out DRPS sent out a notice to like the 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 transportation, you know, the buses. For all of you non-local listeners, that's the Durham Region Police Service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <dirt>. basically shutting <laughs> us down. So we had to move the show quickly to the dungeon. Oh shit! To make it legal. And uh, did you still call it a bush hog show? We did, and then the after party happened at the land we created. And I remember this exactly because when we the after party happened there, yeah, because we provided we no we provided all the beer, right? And uh, when we were running low, I remember this very clearly. Barry had sneakies. We call them sneakies, sneakies, because we hid some beers for us later. I don't think sneakers. we're allowed to talk about. I be, I guess the statute of limitations on charges for that is probably long past due. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a long time ago. Anyway, going back to Counterpunch, um, I I feel like like when I, I I've been in radio for eighteen years, and uh, I feel like one of our listeners came to me. Um, believe it or not, his name is also Barry. I won't mention his last name, but not to be confused with the other Barry. Um. This is a Barry B. I won't mention his last name. Um, he came to me and and he gave me one of their first albums. Um, it's a funny story about him too because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Um, I th- I threw a house party one day, and you know you know when you 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 create a Facebook event and and you go through the list. Of oh all yeah, your friends and you want to know who's coming. You're checking everyone off, all your friends. And you accidentally, you don't even realize that you check someone The wrong off. Barry. The wrong Barry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and the wrong Barry shows up. Uh-oh. And you know, an hour later, halfway, like not even halfway through the party, like an hour into the party, this guy, Barry B, he's like, hey, Shane, man, I'm glad you invited me, but can you be honest with me? I don't think you meant to invite me, did you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, no, but I'm glad you're here, man. What would you do in that situation? Fucking you kick him out? Be like, yeah, sorry, you were the wrong Barry. He picked up, He picked up his BYOBs and left. Oh, shit. <laughs> was he like, okay, so this house party, was it at your house? It was at my house. It was yep. your house. The yep. one you live at now? Yep. Yep. Uh, like, was it geared towards your close-knit circle of friends that are like more of the punk variety and he's just not? No, no, uh, no, he, he still fits in. Uh, he was, he, he, he knows my, uh, brother as well. Uh, then why would he leave? That sounds like a great party to be at. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I actually saw him, uh, like six months ago. Um, no shit. This, yeah. Just this past summer. He is a wicked ass, uh, bike. I should post that picture too. Uh, no, he's still a bicycle uh, or a motorcycle. No, no, a bicycle with wicked ass handlebars. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a badass dude. Uh, when you say bike to me, I, no, I know, go I know. right towards motorcycle because I'm a huge biker. I love biking. I've been biking for, I don't know, not eight, nine years or something now. I know, and I'm a BMX guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you wear your helmet. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to listen to a track from Counterpunch. Uh, what's the first track on that album? Guardrails. Guardrails. That sounds perfect. All right. This is from, uh, I believe I read it was their third album. They had two before this, and I believe they've got one or two since then. This was a 2014 effort. I'm not American, so I don't know the debut, sophomore, whatever the fuck it's called. But this is their third goddamn album, so have a listen. This is Counterpunch with Guardrails, courtesy of Chase the Glory Records.
and that be Counter Punch. So, along with the show, Shane, you said you got a couple of stories about Alexis on fire. Yeah, we can move into Alexis on fire. Um, I used to live in St. Catharines. Um, when I first started OntarioPunk.com, uh, I would say 2000, 2001 era. Um, they actually used to be called Plan 9, believe it or not. Plan 9. I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, eventually, when I moved from St. Catharines back to uh, Toronto, Scarborough, actually, um, they were playing a show as a, a Alexis on Fire. They were playing in Uxbridge, and uh, I used to live in Claremont, so fairly close to Claremont. They're playing a show, Alexis on Fire and the Full Blast, and I really loved Alexis on Fire, or I really loved uh, Full Blast. And uh, I dragged my brother out to see the Full Blast with me, not really knowing Alexis on Fire at the time, but my brother fell in love with Alexis on Fire. He ended up buying their uh, homework demo. He still has it. Um, it's been said that these have all been destroyed. Yeah, they're very, very rare to come across. Like, everyone's kind of pitched them. So you said, what, there was a hundred of these things made? A hundred or so, something like that. Not too many left. And uh, it was a CD? It was a, yeah, it was a burnt CD written on uh, homework. The, the lyrics, the liner notes, everything on, on the back of homework. We'll upload a couple pictures when we when yep. we retrieve this thing. I have them on my phone right now, but uh, yeah, we'll get all that set up. Um, the show was awesome. It was three bucks to get in. It was at a community center. It was basically run by parents. Now, roughly how old were you when you attended the show? Uh, 22. What kind of impact did this have on you as a young punk? It was it I, it was fun. I mean, that's all I did was drive around to find shows, and and I had no one to go with. And I said, "Hey, Dustin, my brother, uh, come and check this band out with me." He had nothing to do that night, so I made him come with me. And uh, being at a community center run by parents, there was no alcohol, so uh, you know I had a twelve pack of. Blue, <laughs> you know, um, you know, just attached at your hip. Yeah, I guess the you know, security was no, pretty no. tight at the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some some lady at the door. No, uh, we would we would go out to the parking lot. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Alexis on Fire came out, and it was it was awesome. And I have I have pictures taken by my old Kodak brick camera. You know, 1.2 megapixels or whatever it was at the time. Uh, Man, how technology has changed. Oh, I know. We carry within our pocket, you know, I think like, you know, 104 megapixel phones with like, uh, or megapixel cameras attached to our phones with like, you know, 8K resolution at times. And these things are just, could you imagine? First of all, when we were young, I mean, we had we had to talk, we had to communicate with beepers and pay phones, and that's how we got around. We didn't have Uber. We flagged down a taxi with our hands. Oh, I know. <laughs> I had a pager. We used to try to c- c- communicate with a pager using 
you know, numbers as words trying to decode stuff. Good old T9. Yeah. Um, I still use T9 to call people sometimes like <laughs> like because I'm just so used to it. And Android's good for that because like I can pull out my phone and just type their name on the keypad. Yeah. So, you know, for Shane, it's like uh, seven, uh, four, uh, two, whatever it is. Right. But for my mom, it's just mom. She's just mom in my phone. Right. And that's six, six, six. So she fucking hates that I <laughs> that I type that in before every yeah, time I yeah, call her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's me, gonna smack yeah, you for that one. Yeah, me and my ex girlfriend used to always exchange messages through uh, pagers, and like one four three would be "I love you" and stuff like that. Shane seven but, uh, four two six three. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna have to check that. I'm yeah. gonna have to check the validity yeah. of that statement later. <laughs> we're we're really aging ourselves here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The millennials are probably like, what the fuck are they yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, we're on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk's Twitter. But anyway, this was an awesome show, and um, I have some photos. I have photos of Dallas Green. I think he has one tattoo in the photo. Uh, everyone looks really young. It's There was maybe 30 people at the show. Uh, the full blast was also awesome. Maybe we can do back-to-back just to... Uh, We'll we'll play Alexa on fire and then and the full and then blast. Dustin's what, what, no I was gonna say uh, Alexa's on fire and then the full blast okay. just from that night cool and we're gonna have to play some uh, oh do you want to play the stuff from homework when we get that or do you want like uh, I'll have to get that copy from my brother but uh, okay so you want me to edit that in later or, or, or we'll play something else from Alexa's on fire now. or do you just want to just jump over to uh, full blast <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that. All right. We'll we'll play some Alexis on Fire and Full Blast coming up.
four caliber love letter straight from my heart. And up next, we have the full blast. This one's called It's Cool, but Monine already did it.
All right, well, we're going to share some stories about our two brothers. My brother's name is Tim, and Shane's brother's name is Dustin. And somehow, they're both musicians as well. <laughs> uh, we're both going to... Are you coming to the show tomorrow? I hope so. If your wife will let you out? Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> it's my brother, we're so gonna... I'm allowed out. <laughs> yeah, 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 well... You've come out to support my brother, so, uh, you know, I got to build up those points to get out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, how do I have an easier time with two than you have with one? No idea. Yeah. Yep. I just think my wife takes more crap than your does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're good ladies. All right, well, uh, we're going to play a track from Shane's brother, Dustin's band. What was the band's name? Uh... Some of these tracks he plays, uh, actually, some of them may have been written a long time ago, but right currently he's playing in a band called Panic Hero. Panic Hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I walked in, and that was, uh, where was I? That was at the Atria. Yes. Earlier that evening, I was at Robbie Blaze's open mic at uh, Simcoe Jazz and Blues, and then I took off and went down to meet you over at that show and when i walked in he was playing um i think oh he was playing about a girl by nirvana and puddle of mud fucked that up so bad when they played that <laughs> have you heard this no version? i haven't oh my god dude i'm gonna have to show you this after this when we're not on the air um but they they played like some xm radio spot and they they sucked so fucking bad it was the worst really yeah i mean listen Nirvana songs are inherently really hard to nail. Yeah. Right? Like, Kurt's voice is just unmatchable, right? Dustin did a great job on that song. At least he did far better than fucking yeah. Wes Gantley yeah. did. <laughs> and fucking... And I actually... I, I, I recorded a bit of it on my phone, actually, because I wanted to show Robbie. Um, because Robbie's a huge fan. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Atria, where we saw your brother, we're going to see my brother there tomorrow night sometime so i think my dad's gonna come too that's cool yeah awesome so it'll be fucking really old punk rockers <laughs> yeah that, that that's gonna be a great time so uh this is this is my brother dustin dustin mccauley and this song is called driven <laughs> Wait. 
I really like that song. What was it called? Driven. Driven by Dustin McCauley. Dustin McCauley. Not what, what what was his band called at that time? Well, he's currently in Panic Hero. Who also does that now because but it's written by my brother Dustin. So I technically okay. So I met you a long time ago. Yep. But we never really connected, I guess, uh, you know, uh, added each other on Facebook or became friends until this year. And I actually met your brother on the same day I met you because it was at your house. Right. Right. So uh, Matt, Rock, and Rhonda, when they came home, well, not home because their home is from there. Uh, when they came to Oshawa from Winterpeg uh, and they stayed at your house for like a week. And then you had a couple of parties, I guess. A couple of events where people could come over and yep. finally see our buddy that we haven't seen in, you know, ages. I've actually got a really funny story about how Matt and I met. Right. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that one? I do. Okay. I do. Well, I'll have to tell it a little later. It's just all connected and it's so funny. Uh, anyway, uh, so I met you that, that same day, which was when? This year. Yeah, I think it was April, maybe. April. Okay. So like, yeah. Not not long ago, like six six eight months ago or whatever. It's December now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's when that's when we met, and uh, so I, uh, I I I entered. We 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 have a trailer, a travel trailer that we ha- had taken around with us for the last uh, year, and had been desperately trying to find a trailer park for us to park this thing in because. Uh, my truck was not really uh, equipped technically legally to handle the size of the trailer that this was and you know all of our belongings and equipment and recreational bullshit that we carry along with us you know for the kids and everything so uh, we finally found a park and it's up in Cobaconk we love it it's very clean and friendly and we got a great view and all our neighbors are fantastic and uh, turns out you know a lot of people from that trailer park (laughs) I, I do, I do. And, uh, you know, in just uh, connecting with uh, with this small community up there and talking to these people, uh, it turns out that uh, Dustin used to play in that trailer park often as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, um, a lot of that crowd, uh, a lot of that crowd are my dad's friends as well. And, and, and that crowd came from um, Jack's Villain Station on Simcoe in Oshawa. It's all connected. So there's, you know, uh, Paul and what's his wife's name? Uh, so there's Paul who owns yeah. Harrington's, uh, you know, the you're, you're putting shop. me on the spot here. <laughs> we can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> there's Paul that's right behind us, actually. Uh, and he owns uh, Harrington's shop here in Oshawa. And then there's Mike and Mo. And Mike works there at uh, that, that building supply co. Yeah. Something Brothers. Yeah, on Russet. Is it Don and Son? Don right? and Son. Yep. Yeah, Don and right. Son. That's, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we all kind of know each other. And I mean, we never really connected with each I mean, you know, whatever. We're all, you know, musicians and friends. And, you know, we meet each other and then we get drunk and forget about each other and then we do it again. <laughs> and that's punk rock, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having Dustin up and, uh, you know, doing another show or whatever at the trailer i actually did a couple of impromptu shows impromptu not impromptu i don't know if you can actually hear the difference but one's with an n and one's with an m through the microphone but these are pretty good mics so i'm going to correct myself 
impromptu. <laughs> uh, but I, I built this beautiful deck up there out of composite and glass. And uh, I told the park owner, I was like, I'm not really building a deck over here. You know, I'm building a stage. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a PA system up there. And I guess on like uh, Canada Day, when uh, when there was like a lot of people in the park, I uh, I just got out my guitar, pulled out an amp, and you know, all of a sudden there's 40 people in front of me, and that's probably a better crowd than any show I've played locally for about 10 years. Yeah, you're 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 also you're also set up right in front of the playground park area. Yeah, it's amazing. Like so. uh, we over overlook like uh, the general area where people kind of conglomerate, and there's a children's park and a volleyball net and stuff like that, and um, that's where they set off the fireworks. Right. So, bef- like, they had like a, you know, hot dogs at lunchtime, and then in the uh, afternoon and well, into the evening because I guess at summertime it doesn't really get dark until fucking nine thirty. Um, they set off all the fireworks, and then you know, all the next day, and like from then on, basically, I kept getting asked like, "When are you gonna play another show?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Even 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 when I would bring up the uh, Jumpy Castle, it was oh like, yeah, it was like open open game for any kid to just jump into it oh sure. it was like in the yeah. park area it's a great little park but it's great uh, for the kids but uh but yeah that that one that one morning when we woke up and we took all the kids in the back of your truck to go up to uh raise oh raise off-road park to test out your your new truck <laughs> man was that a was that a stressful stressful oh. day eh? i think it was mostly stressful for you because you didn't have any smokes <laughs> yeah or beer or beer <laughs> oh but uh, so. uh or or we didn't have any gas either that, but uh that's but, a story uh, we'll, we'll tell that one but, time. yeah yeah that's a long story oh, but yeah but we, we made it out of there and the kids were good all right uh what do, what so, do we want to get into now so now? now uh i don't know if this really qualifies or classifies as punk rock but hey it's local music so uh my brother is playing right. a show tomorrow and then you know what I'm going to get a little selfish, and uh, it's right before Christmas. It's uh, December 8th today, and I know this; these shows won't probably come out for a while, but last year, uh, or actually back in, I think, 2017, I began recording a, uh, a rendition, a punk rock uh, remaking of I'll Be Home for Christmas, and uh, I just kind of did it all by myself in my basement or wherever the hell I was uh, staying at whatever time that was in my life. And, uh, it's totally unedited at this point, but, uh, Oh yeah. Shane's passing me his phone so I can look up my brother's band. So this is quite funny. Um, Tim's, uh, band, uh, is talking, uh, sorry, taking Balfour. I don't know, uh, the significance of that name or anything like that, but Holy shit. These guys got 45, Hundred and four thousand five hundred and ninety monthly listeners. That's pretty significant. Um, and I think they've got like a hundred and ten thousand streams on um, uh, what is this platform? Spotify. Fucking, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> um, I don't have this. I don't have Spotify. No? Do you pay for this? Yep. Okay, so that's a monthly subscription thing. Yeah, it's like. 18 bucks or 16 bucks a month yeah fuck spotify <sighs> i used to pay 25 bucks for a cd for <laughs> yeah, one album do you know how much how little the bands actually make when you listen to this on spotify do you know how happy it makes me 
<laughs> what, Spotify? <laughs> I guess it's a tad inconvenient to try and play a fucking vinyl record in my truck. <laughs> you so, have, yeah, you have guess, a vinyl record player in your in your toolbox. That's that's true, I do. But I don't have one in my truck. That truck doesn't even have a fucking CD player. It's horrible. Yeah, neither does my car. So the only thing I could do is like stream from my phone or I have satellite radio, but it's a trial with my truck. <laughs> so as soon as that runs out, I'm fucked. But I basically just listen to Faction all day when I'm when I'm out there. Yeah. Or Faction, Faction, Rock. yeah, Faction's in my car too. Yeah, yeah. or you know, local radio because uh, yeah. support local. Um, so yeah, these guys uh, they put out a and I'm gonna have to look up and recall the name of the. Um, uh, so the the album's name is Dawn of Polaris, I think. And uh, they they did a music video for one of the songs uh, a couple of months ago. And this was a very strange connection. Um, but they're from Guelph, which is the other side of Toronto, and then some. And uh, we're over here in Oshawa. So these two sort of local scenes don't really uh, mesh, connect, or conglomerate in any sort of fashion apart from... Uh, you know, when we go into each other's towns and whatever like that. But, you know, they're not regulars over here and we're not regulars over there or anything like that. And, you know, we we probably see each other play like maybe once a year at best. Um, and uh, this this cat, Michael Krusty, who's dating my friend Val from Black Cat Attack. Right. Um, did their fucking music video. No way. Yeah. So I saw, I don't know, I saw... I saw him in a picture with like my brother and he was like, thank you, Michael X Krusty for uh, helping us shoot this video this weekend. And I messaged my brother. I was like, Tim, what the fuck? How do you know Michael X Krusty? I was like, I don't actually technically know him. I just know who he's dating. And that's just very weird that, you know, you guys just so happen to be in like, he's shooting your music, music video all the way down there in Guelph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess Michael probably went out there to go and shoot because they're all, you know, from there or whatever. Um, but I have seen these guys uh, once earlier this year as well. It was in like, uh, it, I went to Guelph to go and see their show. There was probably, there was no beer at that show as well. Yeah, it was like an yeah. all ages back alley sort of venue. Um, it reminded, it was like an artistic space. So, you know, you walk into this like back alley. I'll try to look up the address if I can a little later and uh, reveal that, but I mean, you basically walk into this, I can hardly call it a venue. It's just a room. <laughs> it, you're, it's a room right off the street, and you could pretty much pull your car right up to it, which is what my brother did to unload his drums and everything. And there's like five guys in his band and the keys and everything, and pretty cool little outfit. Uh, but you walk into this room, and there was like, I don't know, maybe... 15 patrons apart from the band's uh, husbands and wives. <laughs> right, right. So a total right. of maybe yeah, 30 people. Um, but, you know, they're they're trying to get their chops at that time. Uh, I mean, they've done quite bigger shows since then. Recently, they've uh, opened up for Buck Cherry. Oh, no way. Yeah, which uh, obviously is... Uh, are they Canadian? I don't even Buck know if Cherry? they're Canadian. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. See, we're just talking about records in my fucking basement and we're not bothering to do a whole lot of like actual research. But no, you know, we're, we're just we're, we're just, just talking about who we like and what we, what we do, what we're we like to shit. do exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, up next is a track from Taking Balfour who we will see tomorrow 
at the Atria or the Atria here in Oshawa. And good luck to them because, uh, yeah, it's a dive.
That was taking Balfour. And Shane clipped the mic with his beer opening. <laughs> Thank you for the editing nightmare. <laughs> we weren't actually recording anything at that time, so that doesn't matter. All right. Uh, so I'm Johnny Zero. I'm 36. I'm Shaner. I'm 42. I claim to be a punk, and sometimes I actually create music. So you're playing something right now. <laughs> That's my background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that creeped up on me real quick. <laughs> that, was, that was your brother's band again. Uh, I can put that out, no problem. Yeah, no, it's okay. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to leave you guys with uh, my rendition of I'll Be Home for Christmas because it's December. Yeah. And uh, Shane loves Christmas. I'm uh, more of a Grinch myself, but... Uh, Shane's house is like all decked out and I, I put up like one string of lights because my wife made me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. I went all out this year. Oh yeah, it you, looks great, buddy. You gotta do, yeah, thanks. It looks great. Uh, I'm glad you have so much time on your hands. <laughs> you, you know what? My son loves it and, and my neighbor, my two neighbor's kids, they're both boys too. They come over and they're like, oh Shane, your your house looks so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But, That's awesome. But So this is... Uh, when Aurora came to me and goes, or well, she came to mommy, actually. She goes, mommy, where's our decorations? <laughs> and then that's when that's when my wife guilted me into <laughs> putting some up. You know what? It's I, I rent this fucking house, so I don't have any pride in ownership. I don't like care uh, that, you know, whatever. But the market sucks. I'm not about to fucking buy a million dollar house in Brooklyn because we don't have that kind of money and we're just kind of living here. So I just cross my arms and put my head down and do the work that I can do. And you know, tomorrow's another day, but you know what? I guess a couple of pretty lights can make everything better. But, but at the same time, I also rent, I guess you're right. But, um, let you just showed me your whole studio down here and you cut holes in the walls to run all your wire wiring <laughs> for home studio. Yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, do some minor repairs once I leave this place. But, uh, there's only a couple of holes, you know. Plus, I'm in the construction business, so I can I can get those <laughs> patched up too sweet. You you won't run a couple strands of lights, but you'll do a whole basement <laughs> studio. Yeah, because I'm interested in it. <laughs> Do it, for, do it for your kids, man. That's the ADHD brain. Yeah. I have to be interested yeah. in it. And if it doesn't benefit me in any, in any way, <laughs> why the fuck would I do it? <laughs> like this. This doesn't benefit me in any way. <laughs> do, it, do, it for the, do it for the kids, man. You know what? I'm doing it for the lifespan of punk rock. Halloween. It's all about Halloween for the kids. Speaking of which, this whole entire basement was littered with Halloween bullshit when my wife and her friend... Uh, came and made uh, this. So we're sitting in, and also uh, we'll we'll have to post some pictures. We're sitting in my basement studio slash theater slash bar. Uh, it's not as big as uh, I just made it sound, <laughs> but uh, it's literally a half a basement that's finished. And everywhere you look, you can see some fucking clutter on the wall. Um, we got a theater system that was inherited. Uh, a bar that's just uh you know basically records and um and uh, a, a drum kit in a corner that's hooked up to a bunch of microphones so we use the tomb term studio very loosely uh it works it's pretty good 
it's not professional by any means, but uh, it'll get the job done. And uh, on said studio, or uh, you know, a subset of which uh, I've owned over the last, call it five years, I recorded this song coming up next. That was me, Johnny Zero, the original Coffee Punk J. Um, I had a special guest on that one that I totally forgot about until we heard it, because <laughs> that was definitely not me playing the bass. And the bass solo featured in that. That was Brandon Smith, my good friend, slash tattoo artist, slash uh, bass player for my band, Blame Thrower. Uh, excellent fucking player. He's got more talent in his pinky finger than most of us do in our entire bodies. That guy's a fantastic visual artist as well as uh, just a phenomenal bass player. And that guy's actually, you know what? Uh, most most bands, <clears throat> most bands when the bass player brings a song to the table, uh, they kick him out. But uh, we, we use a lot of his songs, actually. <laughs> uh, we'll play some more of those uh, in future episodes, but... Uh, Brandon Smith, everybody, on the bass. Thank you very much. I played the drums for that one, though, because I know that uh, Savage 
uh, my drummer for my band would not have played that because it's double time and he fucking hates double time. And I just can tell by the sound of that snare that it's absolutely mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it sounded really, really good though. I loved it. Yeah. I wanted to throw like a solo in there, but I couldn't like, uh, you know, overshadow Smith's fucking excellent ripping. Yeah. Uh, one take bass solo that he threw in there. No, pretty no. much all of that was like all just one take that we threw together. We, Okay. So that was done in like, uh, started in 2017, finished last year. So 20, whatever, five, five years in between all of that. But uh, Smith and I, actually, I'll I'll show you another one of these one day. Maybe, maybe next episode or maybe after this. I don't know. You got another Christmas one queued up though, don't you? Yeah. I was just going to say that, that, that bass kind of solo there. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Being uh, a highlight. Being a bassist myself, uh, a quite shitty one myself. (laughs) Uh, that made me kind of jealous. It's punk. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. He and I did uh, a version of Last Christmas. Yep. Uh, in like 2012. But it was not a punk cover at all. It was like an airy, like <laughs> vocal present. Like actually, we tried to make it good. We tried to do. We had fun doing it. And it was funny. But it was not a punk rock effort yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll play it for you sometime. So you got another Christmas one lined up? I do. I do. And and, and this one's from uh, Accident Prone, another band I've known for about 20 years. Um, uh, Steve and the guys, uh, they're, they're still making music, which is awesome. I love these guys so much. Uh, they've always reminded me of MXPX, which is one of my favorite bands. Um they do a lot of covers and they've they've covered one of my favorite Christmas albums from MXPX. And this one is called Christmas Day from Accident Prone.
Gotta love MXPX, man. I really love that. I don't, I've never heard the original. You're gonna have to show me that too. But I love that AM sort of sound that they do in the in the background of stuff to sort of change up the vocals. Really crisp, and I really love it. Pop punk is still punk. Absolutely, that was that was accident prone doing a great cover of MXPX. All right, what do we got next? What are we doing? I don't know. Where it? are we going? Yeah, we should probably wrap it, eh? We're, we've been running long. We're going to wrap this up like Christmas presents. Boom. So we've got our <laughs> we've got our thank yous to do. Um, this is only our second show, and uh, we're really happy that uh, there's already been some um, uh, community engagement and involvement. We've had uh, several uh, people come up and say, you know, we've distributed this uh, just among, like, you know, friends for... For personal people to hear uh, so far only, this is pretty underground, literally like this is just a basement. Um, but uh, who who was it that who's, who's there? There, I've I've sent the 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 first episode unedited to quite a few people. Um, who's doing our editing here? Jen K, thank you so much. Um, I haven't checked yet, but uh, it should be ready tonight. Producing, editing. Pro- yep. Uh, and uh, what else? producing editing oh yeah yeah there we go producing and editing um, jen k i, I look yeah i, look I haven't forward. met you yet <laughs> yeah no i will introduce you this is a digital age yep. we can do this and not have actually met the people that are helping us do this for a while you know what we should do we should have a christmas party we, sh- we should <laughs> thank you jen thank you jen very much a staff party <laughs> um yeah everyone who's heard it so far the unedited version. Um, thank you so much for your feedback. Uh, I'm I'm blown away by the by the feedback so far. The amount of support. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed. Awesome. I think we're gonna continue to do this. Yeah. You know. I yep. mean, we'll probably fall off the earth in about six months, but uh, um, yeah, <laughs> when we run out of stories. But then uh, we'll just have to make new ones. You know, we what? gotta go and discover new bands and make new shows. And have fun. Uh, you know what, Johnny? I have I have so many more stories, so many more albums to play. Um, there are bands reaching out to me. They want to be guests on the show. Uh, they have more stories. We're going to build this up. They I'm have... glad you have stories because, like, as of episode two, I'm pretty much out of content. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have bands that have stories with other bands. There, there, there is so much. We have so much content lined up, man. We've got a whole year. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to talk about those uh, things that we did not today, like how I met Matt. And, yeah, uh, exactly. And those other stories that I'll listen to this later and remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both Matts, right? Like Matt Rock, Matt Diamond. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, that's it for week two, and we're signing off. Thanks for listening. Johnny and Shaner's Punk Rock Dadcast. <laughs> I don't know what we're calling this. <laughs> yeah. All right, peace out. Cheers.